The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Hello, Andy Rice. How are you? Ray Weiss, how the devil are you? <laughs> it's been a long time, hasn't it? It really has, you know. It has been, yeah, a long time. Let's speak. Right, okay. Talking branding and advertising as well. Purpose or profit? I like this. Are they compatible in a brand strategy? Yeah, this is the, the big debate at the moment, um, Ray. You cannot enter a conversation, a meeting, a, a Zoom session on marketing and branding without the question of brand purpose being raised. It, it is the new normal in a sense. It's what uh, every brand now aspires to do is to make a contribution to um, society in some way, to make sure that the um, uh, the environment they leave behind them uh, is in some way enhanced by the brand's activities. And so it's, it's one way of thinking about it is that brands are now starting to compete in communities and not just in categories. So the old hard-nosed profit motive is being softened at the edges by this desire of, of many brands to, to make a difference. Um, and this has got back into the, into the press uh, because there's an activist fund manager apparently based in Mauritius, name of Terry Smith, and he's been having a dig at Unilever for putting the pursuit of um, uh, the pursuit of purpose ahead of the pursuit of profits. And as a fund manager, his responsibility, he says, is to his uh, his investors, and they must be uh, protected from softening of the returns they might get because of because of uh, Unilever's brand purpose. And yeah. um, I, mean, I, I think, are they both compatible with each other? I think they are. I think that's the challenge. I think too many people have jumped onto the bandwagon and say, well, now we're going to save the world and we're going to clean up rivers and we do all this. When it has really no credibility or relevance to the brand. Yeah. Um, Unilever itself, actually, I think, has some of the best examples of doing it properly. And the one that they've been at it for a long time with is Dove, where Dove has been on a campaign to uh, promote the idea that beauty is in the eye of the beholder, that it's, uh, that it's not necessary to pursue these great, um, astonishingly, um, almost false models from the, from the ramps and from the, uh, from the, from the fashion houses. That, that, st- that archetype is not what Unilever believe is correct. What they believe is correct is, is that Dove should empower women to have more confidence in their own appearance without having to pursue the likes of, of the top models. And mm. uh, so I, I think that provided you choose the right, um, or, or maybe you don't need to choose it because it will be there all along, but it, provided you have the, the right purpose that's relevant to the brand and relevant to the brand's audiences, then I think it can be a strongly competitive route to go and can even uh, exceed those those um, brands that are profit only uh, that Mr. Smith is supporting so vigorously. It's so interesting, you know, because the world has changed, hasn't it? In the past, you write, it would have been a totally different advert, a totally different campaign. But now we're socially conscious. We're in a whole new world, a whole new ball game. Absolutely. And, and um, I think that uh, as usual, there's, there are some people who just uh, think they can get some, you know, a, a free lunch by jumping onto the to the purpose bandwagon. But the reality is, it's a very difficult thing to do because you have to overcome a certain amount of cynicism and skepticism by by consumers who, who look at the, look at the activities and think they they probably are um, uh, founded on commercial 
results rather than on purpose. But um, I, I, I still believe that we're going to see more rather than less. And I think we're going to find that in the, in the future, the big brands have no longer got real opportunities to differentiate themselves from their competitors on functional grounds, on what they actually do. And it will have to find a, another softer way to differentiate. And brand purpose is, is the obvious route to go. So we will see much more of it, I think. Yeah. All right. Talking about Lyft, the airline is very fascinating because uh, you go to the airport and you see their planes there. You've seen the adverts as well, I suppose. But building an airline in 90 days, I mean, that that brand takes more than just 90 days to build. You saw with Kalula, they had their whole thing and uh, their funny little quirky sayings, etc., etc. 90 days. Where do we find Lyft? Well, um, that is taken from a little um, audio-visual presentation that they have put onto their, um, their, their social media profiles, which is an interview with the CEO um, and with Talking of Kalula and with Gidon Novik, who was, who was one of the, the brains behind Kalula in the early days. And he has now um, joined forces with colleagues in the aviation industry to step into the opportunity that... Um, uh, the reduction of amount of players in the category uh, creates, um, and they they claim to to uh, done in in ninety days the first creative. Let's think about this meeting through to the first flight carrying passengers, and you know that that is quite remarkable. Um, what what I um, put it on the list for was because I caught at the end of a lift ad on television. Um, well, not quite the end of it, but I, but I, uh, uh, I wasn't really concentrating that hard. And I've been unable to find it again on YouTube or anywhere else. But it seemed to me that Lyft is not following the principles that perhaps Gidon Novik did with Kalula, which is to be distinctive, have a real unique positioning and, and, and uh, talk very relevant stuff to your mm. market. Um, the, the, the material I saw, short ad, was principally with generic visuals of um, you know, the usual thing, aircraft flying and, and service delivery and pouring cups of coffee and all the usual stuff. Um, and uh, only at the very end, literally, the titles come up at the end and they, and they say, cancel, change, no problem. And it, it's, it's a, a reference to what they're calling the flexible airline. But I didn't see that coming through. I saw lots of stuff that was promoting flying and not anything promoting it. What is really, it seems to me, quite a unique uh, and consumer-friendly proposition. I think most people worry about uh, low-cost airlines on the basis that they can't cancel or change, whereas here we have uh, no problem, says Lyft. So I think they're, they're, I'm sure they've got a, a great future ahead, but I think they'll need to be more aggressive in their brand strategy and their brand building than they have been apparently to date. Yeah, same goes with SAA. Now, they, they relaunched themselves. You can't help but think to yourself, guys, is, this, is it the same boring thing again and again and again? And that's probably why you don't have anyone flying with you or few people flying with you because you're just not promoting yourself. Yeah, I'm afraid the, the and also the, you know, the legacy of the past comes forward. I mean, in... in in, in many respects, the loyalty to SAA was actually loyalty to Voyager and to the frequent flyer programs. So it's a difficult one to overcome that. And when the competition is snapping at your heels then, and, and making a relevant promise, then people are going to go that route.
Now, tell us, what's happening with Wedwo? You remember Wedwo? It was a little child who couldn't say Red Row, and, and, and yeah, he kind of um, went into that. And that was a great advert because everybody remembered that one, like the Cremora one as well. But now we've got a fish yeah. paste crisis. Well, we have, if you're in any way a, a fish paste user or lover, um, because Pioneer Foods, who own the Wedwo brand here in South Africa, and I think also represent... Uh, the only other player in the category, Pex and Chevette, but that's a, that, that I think is more or less discontinued already. But the big news is that is that Wedwo fish paste will no longer be available um, in South Africa. In fact, in many places, it's already unavailable, I suspect, because they stopped manufacturing distribution at the end of last year. And pioneers say it's purely because the demand has gone and it's, it's not uh, uh, worthwhile commercially to continue producing and marketing it. Um, they do say, though, that they are selling, they're in the process of selling the brand assets and the brands themselves, presumably, to a third party unnamed. But it may well be that, that someone with, with a, a different business model and a, uh, a more flexible system can uh, uh, take the brand and rebuild it to its old heritage. It's, uh, you know, I think it's part of, it's a bit like when Chocolate log was discontinued by yeah. by Nestle. The whole the whole world was up in arms. I think that that um, Wedwo is a lot like Marmite in the sense that it has strong passions either side of the of the of the midline. You either love it or you hate it. And I think to some extent, uh, Redro uh, suffers from the same uh, uh, schizophrenia almost. So it needs to be. Uh, activated in such a way that the, the supporters are, are more numerous than the detractors. Yeah, yeah. Sure, interesting. All right, it's the moment of truth now, Andy. Let's start with your zero. Yeah. Your zero. Okay, well, um, I make no excuse for, for, for looking at the business day again and, and finding advertising there because this is a business show, so I'm quite sure we're talking to much the same audience. Yeah. And I think it was on mon Monday this week, front page, dominant ad, half page right across the, um, the, the, the advertisement across the page for a financial services brand called Invest. At least I assume that's what they're called because the I of Invest um, is actually the integer, the numeral one. So that's it's, it's Invest with a one at the beginning. And, you know, financial services advertisers seem to be um, – also kind of almost schizophrenic in the sense that there are some really good ones out there. And there's a few exceptions, um, uh, you know, like a, an Alan Gray, I think is the one that everybody um, points to as being a, a great example. But it's amazing how bad generally and how weak financial services advertising can be in this country. And I suspect everywhere else. It, it doesn't get the, the thought and the effort that uh, it deserves. And in this particular case, we have a for invest, we have a big headline that says investing is complicated unless you're investing with us. And then there is not one letter, syllable or word to justify that anywhere else in the uh, in the advertisement. And I mm. think that's already a generic claim. Investing is complicated unless you're investing with us. So in other words, they're going to simplify, simplify it, invest it. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, zero there. Is, there is, there yeah. Is there isn't a com competitor that doesn't make the same claim. And uh, just they don't think it through and look for the opportunity. And frankly, I think they don't really understand their brand or the potential role of advertising. Yeah. Like why? Why? It's just the same. Exactly. Uh, exactly, Rick. Your hero. This is quite interesting. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, 
it, it makes a couple of points. Um, uh, in terms of, of cost effectiveness, I've always said that there is no linear relationship between um, uh, the cost and the effect of a big idea. Uh, in other words, you can go for the idea, it can be very cost effective. And in this particular case, it's simply the payoff line for a courier company. Um, and uh, it's, it's, uh, for, it's for a brand called the Courier Guy. I think the branch quite near us here in the Cape. Um, and it uses a cheeky but relevant line um, as its kind of strap line, which is, we'd love to handle your package. <laughs> now, you know, that's... <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> It's it's naughty but nice, as the old fresh cream ad used to say in the UK, um, and it's actually quite relevant. I mean, it, it, obviously, it's meant to be a bit uh, uh, not not quite smutty, but certainly a little bit uh, uh, of, of, of double entendre built in there. Um, but I think it, I think it stays on the right side of the line. It's not it's not being gratuitously um, uh, in that, in that direction. It's just a line that makes me smile when I drive past the offices and I'm quite sure helps to make the career guy a brand with a bit of personality and a bit of cheek and a bit of, uh, otherwise thinking. So I, I think they make a good hero for tonight. Love it. Thank you, Andy Rice. Always lovely to chat to you. There we go. As our ad guru, Andy Rice on Cape Talk and 702.